0: Never alone with Mark welcome to hashtag never alone episode 20 the final episode of this season I'm Jordan Harbinson and I've come back to be your guest host for this Q a session. I hosted the first few episodes when the podcast started way back when. I also have an interest in mental health and self-development and I've gone on to get my life coaching accreditation. I'll be joined by two super special guests you may know them already. Joe Ambridge and Mark Fielding. I'll get them to reintroduce themselves to you all now. Joe?
1: Hello, Um, I'm Joe Ambridge. I'm the lived experience host, as you may know. Um, And I was an original director and editor of the video podcast and now the editor of the audio podcast.
2: Yeah, and hi, I'm the specialist um, on on the show and also Joe's co-host. My name's Mark, um, psychotherapist and relationship counsellor. Um, but yeah, and I've known Joe for a long time, and uh, I was always quite keen to get on the show. Um, so quite glad to be part of it now.
0: Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for that. Uh, now, just going to go back to Joe. Obviously, being the the creator of this awesome podcast, just want to get your um, from from your perspective. What is hashtag Never Alone?
1: Uh, well, I actually want. I'm happy for Mark to kind of introduce what it is it's, yeah uh,
2: sure yeah i mean hashtag never alone is which we started off uh as a, as a kind of video podcast really still really like those early episodes then we decided it would be more accessible uh, if we went to audio um, so it's a it's a podcast where we talk about different mental health issues um a whole spectrum of people's experiences of lived mental health um and yeah joe and i will talk to guests who have been wonderful and wonderfully open in in sharing you know their stories really
0: yeah yeah awesome um and when when you you know were were coming up of this podcast idea of what it was going to be about what brought you to the name of hashtag never alone
1: uh if i laugh it kind of came it was a weird story how it came through it's a lot of as probably a lot of the listeners know, I'm a filmmaker as well, so a lot of the ideas just come to me randomly, um, just from daily activities, being out and about. Um, I really wanted to do a mental health podcast for ages, and I was just trying to think of a name that wouldn't hadn't been used before, and funny enough, it's at the local shops here, and I spotted the hashtag in the window, someone put hashtag now alone, um, and that really stuck with me, because it's really kind of, justifies the podcast it kind of shows the whole point of the podcast is that you're not on your own there's other people in mental health and we're all in this together which obviously a phrase has been used quite a lot at the moment with covid and everything Um, and yeah that's kind of how i came up with the title hashtag now alone
2: yeah and i just for me i think you know i just really really like the hashtag you know i think it just speaks volumes people that are suffering from you know, for me- mental health issues, often feel really lonely, really alone. You know, and the hashtag says that you're never alone. There's always somebody to talk to, which I know you say almost every show, Joe, and I think it is true. Yeah, I I, I, I really like the branding. I always have. I think it's good.
0: Yeah, awesome. I, I really do too. It's um, you know, give gives you that um, like you said, the reassurance, and I think that that's really what helps to overcome the mental health. Uh, you know, issues as being able to have a network and people that you can talk to. So, um, yeah, it, it really suits what what you're wanting to accomplish in the podcast. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, when coming up with a podcast, you said you have a lot of random ideas and stuff that come to your head, Joe, but was there something like specific that made you want to create the podcast?
1: Um. I think because podcasts are quite in thing now, and I've done other projects with mental health with my film Anxious Me, which I'll mention later, and they did another film with Mark. Um, And I thought then I wanted there to be something out there for people to listen to that uh, is a topic that a lot of people that probably don't discuss on podcasts because they're afraid to. Um, And I thought, well, well, something I've got lived experience in is mental health, and I wanted to kind of have something out there that people could listen to, that they can relate to, and also have the kind of, with Mark, or when we did the video podcast, we had um, other specialist guests on, I wanted to kind of make it a, have the professional point of view, but then also have the relatable point of view with the lived experience. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's, it's it's good to be able to have the, the two sides of the coin and I guess being able to provide the the rational, logical explanation for what people may be going through because sometimes it feels a bit, you know, why is this happening to me? And, um, you know, then have the experiences that other people are going through and then you can kind of relax and say, okay, no, yeah. no worries, that, that does happen to other people. Um, and also having solutions, you know, it's not just talking about, problems that are happening and going yeah, okay acknowledging them but being able to to work through them so um,
2: can
0: we stop? And, um and also I'm never alone my cat is with me I
1: know day, so I, know. I can see your, your cat <laughs> well, also with the original when we did the video podcast with the coping strategies at the end and I think a lot of obviously even though there's resources out there I think a lot of if there is mental health podcasts out there they don't always have the coping strategies on the end i mean we don't do it now but we do get our guests to talk about what strategies they use to help cope and mark sometimes obviously says some of his methods that he has and i know he loves talking about mindfulness (laughs) um yeah it's one of his big things and i think a lot of podcasts even if they do speak about mental health they don't have that in there a lot of times they interview professional people
2: And they can be dry, you know, I mean, I listen to a lot of those podcasts and, you know, I really like the podcasts where kind of professionals are talking about mental health disorders, but, you know, but people are more than labels, right? So, you know, to have people coming on, you know, and talking about their lived experience of, you know, things like OCD or, you know, ADHD and, you know, what's helped them, you know, what hasn't helped them, I just think it's invaluable, really. You know and I think Joe, you know, you sharing, you know, your your lived experience as well on, on the show. You know, I just think it really invites others to do that. So yeah, I think it's good. So it's good to have the mix, isn't it? I think for yeah. sure.
0: Yeah. And like you said, it's being able to share what's worked and what hasn't. You know, it's not just if you do this, 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 and this that you're going to be able to get a result and your depression's going to go away. Like it's it's a, a journey of you know putting putting different activities or like you said, working on your mindset it's never something that you can just do and you set and forget it's you know strengthening that muscle so to speak and and getting it stronger and stronger as as you you know go through the battles and whatnot yeah so um you know 20 20 episodes is a lot it's um Mm -hmm. it's definitely a milestone so um like with the topics what what sort of ones have you covered i mean there's there's a whole spectrum of different issues. What would be the ones that stand out?
1: Do you want to name a few more?
2: Yeah, I mean we've done quite a lot, and they're all. I mean, I you know I have to say at the outset really. I'm going to pick a few here, but I I I really like all of them. You know, I think all I guess have been so inspirational. But I think ones that come to mind are, you know, the, maybe the ones we've done recently: the grief and loss, and impact, and causes of suicide. And we have Richard and Amelia on, you know, on those particular podcasts, and and just really, just you know, their openness in talking about, you know, suicide and you know, and loss. I, I just think has been really, really wonderful. You know, so difficult to talk about these things; they're such personal things. Um, so I really like those. I also really like the Mind Fitness one when we had um, the um, Reese and Ryan on with their fitness brand. Um, kind of they've create a whole fitness brand to encourage people to talk about mental health, you know, particularly men to talk about mental health. And again, you know, they came on and talked about their own mental health journeys and I just thought that was great. So, and then also, I think the uh, postnatal depression one that was, yeah, I mean that was a really postnatal depression is so painful. And I think to have our guest come on and just be really open about her experiences, I thought that was also wonderful. Mm, Really helpful for
0: others it's interesting that yeah a lot of those subjects just the ones that you mentioned like the word that comes to mind would be taboo like in society Mm. like a lot of women don't talk about postnatal depression because they're supposed to be so happy they've got a child and then suicide it's just like you know just don't talk about it it's not it's very uncomfortable and then men's health obviously which i know was a big um a big driving force for joe to get into talking about the mental health and like the stigma behind it. So that's, that's, very interesting that, you know, those are some really important topics, I guess, that you guys have been discussing.
1: Yeah. Um, and obviously we did like four, was it four or five episodes on the video podcast as well. Um, and I kind of, even though we did recover the topics, I think it was kind of nice to revisit those topics and have it on the audio ones, because they are, to- especially depression, and anxiety, uh, topics that are very common nowadays I, i'm doing a study uh, my, i'm studying individual support and we're talking about carers mental health and they're talking about how carers have more mental health issues than non-carers and two of the biggest causes are depression and anxiety so mm-hmm. to cover those topics again and do stuff like adhd and schizophrenia um and the reason I I wanted to do impacts and causes of suicide because we spoke about suicide and obviously our guest didn't follow through with it which is obviously a really good thing but I wanted to kind of touch on the other side of suicide the impact that it does have to kind of relay that message especially with uh this week being um World Suicide Prevention Day I wanted to touch Mm -hmm. on that side of it
0: yeah and obviously like a lot of the stories coming out in the news from being in lockdown, a lot of people have been suffering and, you know, unfortunately committing suicide and, and that sort of thing. I'm sure it's, um, you know, something that needs to have more of a light shone on it to be able to understand and, like you said, prevent, um, you know, get people feeling better as soon as possible.
2: And also what you said, John, about these things being to bear. I think it's social, you know, just if I just take suicide you know i mean unfortunately lots of people have will have suicidal ideation you know at some point in their life you know there's often quite a lot of shame about it you know so i think people talking openly about it you know and i include kind of you in this joke i just think it's really helpful because it just normalizes it for people people don't feel quite so alone they know that other people feel this way too at times in their life
0: yeah definitely i mean you know i'd fall into that category for sure, and you know, times in my life felt like that was what what was going to be my greatest achievement was, you know, not existing anymore. And you know, sometimes, you know, you say that to people, and you know, they can kind of think, oh, well, that's that's a pretty like dramatic statement, or you're just trying to get get attention, or you know, some sort of reaction out of saying that. You know, it's it's very mixed reactions when you, it's really like the biggest cry for help, but you know, it's not always interpreted that way and you don't feel like you're going to get the right the right help from it so yeah it's a bit of a can go both ways I guess when you start talking about it
1: yeah and it was nice to touch on topics as well that might necess- not necessarily kind of be discussed like bipolar and BP uh, borderline personality disorder um mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you did the episode with us on, on bipolar that it was supposed to be an episode on borderline personality disorder and I found, obviously our guests end up saying, get confused and thinking it was bipolar, and we had the same mm-hmm. issue when I was doing the show, out like the call out for that episode for bipolar people thinking it was BP was getting that and BPD mixed up, so it was nice to kind of mm-hmm. touch on BPD, stuff like HSPs that did remark um I ADHD was a good one to put, um, discuss there was quite a few that probably don't get discussed and a lot of people don't know about like insomnia a lot of people probably like talk about insomnia very much yeah Um, or again
0: it's just one of those things they're like oh yeah I've got insomnia and people just go oh yeah cool you can't sleep like they're not understanding of what impact that actually has on someone's mind when they can't get sleep they can't shut down and rest so yeah
2: yeah I mean does that that, sorry to interrupt but yeah that that, that's so true I mean insomnia you know that was another episode which I thought was really important people don't talk about insomnia do they you know I think people that have not experienced insomnia just think well you know just go to bed early or you know I I think insomnia you know just just destroys people's lives you know and I think it's really really not understood and I, I, I really can't think about a lot of interviews I've seen where people have talked openly about insomnia so I think you know, I think that was a really important
1: one, really, yeah. And the same with grief and loss as well, grief is another one, and we mentioned in the episode that it doesn't get, stuff like this doesn't get taught in schools, and you're not taught how to deal with grief, so to kind of have an episode where we could discuss grief, was probably, probably I feel like it should be beneficial to our listeners, and our, our guests had written a book about this world as well, where there was no such thing as grief, and, loss and war and stuff like that and to see it from that perspective was really interesting
0: Mm. yeah I I think it's just you know an expansion of the mind and people were you know only familiar with what they experienced but you know it's why we always like you said read stories and you know go on go on kind of these explorations online and you know read articles and all these different things because you're like oh well that's not something that I've experienced before and then you get to understand it from someone else's perspective yeah yeah so um yeah I mean you've you've spoken about a lot of things is there um you know some some key learnings that you've been able to take out of this experience from hosting the podcast yourselves
1: um you want me to ask to Mark or? Yeah, um, yeah, go ahead, John. You know, well, you know, yeah. As someone that's only got lived experience, well obviously, Mark's got like the professional point of view and he has the specialist topics. I think for me to, and especially doing the call outs for the episodes and hearing all these different stories and trying to pick a guest that would be ideal for the episode. And then, especially with the trauma episode, we had such a response to that episode, it was so hard to pick someone. And then I still had people applying to be on the show. I think grief and loss was a really good episode where we learned obviously talking about how it's not taught in schools. And then we had the episode with impact and courses of suicide. And she was talking about how she um, does like a self-care plan for her children. And she's a primary school teacher. I think she was, Amelia. Um, and she does self-care plans for her, her students. And I think that, that should have been something that should have been in the schools a long time ago. And um, um, I think for me personally, I've learned a lot about all the different mental health disorders and the symptoms and how everyone experiences it differently and copes with it in their own way.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome.
1: Yeah, no, that's, that's so a, good. So
0: good about the me. I was just going to say, like, it's so good about the little self care plans that was something that I wanted to do in like a party format for little girls and just trying to help promote their self-esteem and you know just little activities that as a kid you wouldn't really think too much about but you know it kind of starts with the foundation and yeah it'd be good if that was built into the curriculum for sure
2: yeah just I just wanted to really agree with you both you know I mean these things are not taught about me in school and they should be these things are part of life aren't they so I know mm. you, you've brought this in a lot, Joe, on the shows, haven't you? That you know maybe education needs to start looking at you know people's yeah. you know people's experiences a little bit more, you know the, the more negative ones that people can encounter in their lives.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean you're, you're at school mark? majority what? of the time. Oh, sorry. Have you learned anything, that, with Mark? Yeah, do you know? I, I have to be honest. I've learned of all of every guest, really. You know, and I think this is also true in my work. You know, I you just learn of every person, you know, every person has a different experience, you know, whether they're suffering from depression or ADHD or every person, of course, experiences it completely differently. So to hear people's journeys, I think, has been really, really helpful. You know, I think it always is. And also I think the hope element, I mean, it's not something I think I've learned, but, you know, all I guess, I think, you know, provide people that are, you know, that if they're bogged down in, you know, the midst of suffering, that there is hope you know and they can transform and kind of move you know move forward with their lives and and maybe the suffering you know it, it's all nobody wants to suffer but you know coming out of the other side you know maybe there is you know personal growth you know per you know acceleration of that coming out of the other side of things like trauma and you know so I think all I guess gives hope really there's been a lot of hope around i think in all of our all of our um,
1: shows i just want to
2: yeah add for
1: something. sure well sorry yeah just want to add something about when you mentioned like have I learned and I think doing this suicide episode as well and seeing the impact that had happened had uh losing her husband had had on Amelia's family kind of it made like because I've mentioned in other episodes that I've been through my own stuff with suicidal thoughts and being at like the lowest point that you could possibly be at um it really made me see a different perspective on that and see like my family and my partner and that's point of view and I went and actually apologized to them to the episode for putting through what what they went through kind of now seeing it from their point of view I, I went and apologized and said I'm sorry for putting you through all of that and obviously they said that at the time you didn't know and you obviously didn't do it on purpose but like it was just nice to kind of have that relief off my chest that I apologized and saw it from a different perspective.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's amazing that you, you know, it's it's hard when you're in your own grief and depression and in your own head to be able to recognise what you're doing to other people. And um, I can definitely relate to that situation in the, in the stage of life that I'm at is, you know, a 180 from where I used to be. And I just, you know, apologise to people for, you know, leaning on them so much, um, you, you know, and just maybe not appreciating what they were going through at their time, but, you know, you call someone because you need to talk about something and not realizing they might be having a bad day as well. So it's very hard to be emotionally aware of what other people are going through when you're in your own times of crisis. Um, But I think that, you know, what you were saying, Mark, that there's that, that hope, you know, you're hearing these human stories and what they overcome and, you know we all we all want to hear that there's like the superhero that makes it through all the bad stuff in the end. and I think that it's just showing that, you know, despite what what people may go through, that they are these superheroes, like every, every person's a superhero in their own way. um it's just the the story of human perseverance. Um, and what I learned through studying life coaching is that you know, there are these dark times and that you've got to be able to like, Find the diamonds in that, like the life lessons, and and be able to create something from from all the bad times. So, you know that probably brought you and your family and your partner a lot closer, Joe, from being able to have that conversation and acknowledge where they were coming from. And you know, it's just something positive out of a bad situation. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good. Like, yeah, when you're in such a, a dark place, any, you know, when they say any little silver lining is going to be, you know, better than nothing.
2: Yeah, and also it um, reminds me of something I forget exactly. I forget which guest it was, but one of our guests saying that when we were talking about the pandemic, and from you know from memory, she said, "Well, you know, I've done, I've been through quite a lot, you know, in my life, and so it's kind of given me resilience, really, during the pandemic." Do you remember which guest yesterday? That was? Yeah, okay, might have been a guest yesterday. Probably which Atlanta, I thought, yeah,
1: because she, yeah, she'd been through a lot already, and she's saying that it's built up a resilience to. And it's the same with a lot of people with mental health. It does build up your resilience to situations like COVID and lockdowns.
2: Yeah, I mean, the idea that, you know, the people that are suffering from, you know, we all suffer from mental health in some respects, sometimes in our lives, but the idea that people that suffer from mental health issues, and I don't even like that term particularly, that are weak people. I mean, that's, it's completely the opposite. I mean, these are strong people, aren't they? Really, you know, to get through and to kind of move forward with their lives
0: yeah yeah definitely uh, you know it, it builds up your strength I just feel like you know if if there wasn't anything that you were struggling with and life with was just amazing everything came to you like you you don't know you know you might trip over and stub your toe and that could be the worst thing and then you never be able to get up and walk again because you're like this, this is the end for me but you know if you if you keep getting bruises and grazes and stuff like that and you break your arm and it heals up and you just keep going it's like you said, it's all just the resilience factor. So um, I mean, it's awesome that you can learn so much from doing this, that you're helping other people learn. And it's obviously a a journey for both of you as well. Um, You've mentioned a couple of guests like Amelia and the one that you had on the podcast last night. Have there been any other standouts, ones that have really touched you in terms of you can relate to their story or that had a really amazing story that they've they've overcome or
1: there's been a few for me I think personally even though it wasn't really about mental health but kind of lost uh, me being able to interview uh, interview Drew from Midnight Base has been was such a good opportunity for me because I've been a fan of them for years and to kind of just talk about his wife's loss as well and talk about all the things about music and mental health and then I think like a few of my other favourites probably the Men and Mental Health episodes, the one with Will, who's one of my best mates, to speak to him and how well that flowed and have an open discussion about men and mental health and then have to catch up with him from the film from Anxious Me. Um yesterday's guest was really good, Delana. Um she was really bubbly and it was so to be told that she was going to be homeless and then see where she is now with her own podcast and her own results coach business um was really a really nice episode that stood out um and the one with daryl the fact he what he his story was just incredible like the fact that he would got shot and survived and gone through all that traumatic thing um was at the brink of wanting to end his own life and then obviously being a police officer he's seen the impact himself that he'd had on families and stuff and he changed his mind. And he's now an uh, ambassador for was it Lifeline, I think it was. Um he's now an ambassador for Lifeline, talking to people and sharing his story. I really enjoyed that episode um and all like the links and stuff he sent us with the film that he shared with us twice shot and being you know, able to witness what he went through it was amazing and seeing how traumatic it was um, and the recovery he had from it.
2: Yeah, and I think, likewise, for me, Davo, I mean, Darryl, all, 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 you know, everyone's been on that podcast have had great journeys, but Davo's journey, wow. I mean, what, what, you know, what he went through and, you know, being shot multiple times and then his recovery, you know, which wasn't a linear process. I mean, what an inspiring, you know, and what he does now, you know, working to help other people, you know, to, you know, with Lifeline. I mean, what an inspirational guy. I thought that was fantastic. And I also think that the, the, the more recent ones, Amelia... You know, talking about, you know, the, the the death of her husband and going on the bike journey with her son, you know, as as something that, you know, her husband had always wanted to do. I thought that was amazing, really. And also I think Richard talking about the the, the death of his wife um during the pandemic, and that was a really moving episode, I think, for me.
0: Yeah, about
1: yeah, yeah. And 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 the and that also- was really good. Seeing what she yeah. went through it was a really touching thing, and seeing how resilient she is, and how seeing how positive she was despite what she went through with all her trauma.
0: Yeah, it's um, it seems there was a bit of a a theme there where people going through some of the the worst of the worst situation and then getting into a position where then they're able to help people moving forward is, um, you know, that's inspiring in itself, not even just the recovery. It's just like that they put themselves back in a situation to kind of relive it for the sake of being able to help someone else. It's yeah, definitely sounds, um, you know, like the, the guests that we had on when I first started it and then to all the guests that you've been able to have on after that should, um, yeah all, all be like super proud of themselves and you know just when we said about having the bravery to be able to get on in the first place to be able to talk about it it's all yeah super amazing and like you said inspiring probably can't use that word enough
1: Who was a guest we had on I think it was when Mark did his first episode with us I think it was one of the video ones and guy yeah like drug use and stuff I can't remember what his name was that guy we had, I, I think it was. I had that video PTSD. up. <laughs> the PTSD was, was really good. And the guest for that on the video podcast, yeah. he was such a interesting guest, knowing what he'd gone through and all the stuff he'd experienced and that he'd come back from that and he was in a lot better place mentally. Just, it was just amazing. Like, he was pretty much at all lowest low with all the drug problems, the drinking problems, stuff and having him come on podcast share a story was incredible
0: yeah,
2: yeah he, he was amazing wasn't he yeah
0: and like what you said about um you know getting getting in front of people and you know not worrying what they've got to say when you have been at a very low point and and you can just come out and be like yep this is where I was and this is where I am now like it's just yeah just Pure, pure courageousness to to be able to do that, and just no shame. And I think it's a testament to the environment that you've both created that people feel comfortable to be able to to come and share these stories. That it's just this no judgment, complete open, loving space. Then yeah, it's awesome.
2: Yeah, yeah and I, that's I know I speak for Joe as well here. I mean, uh, we're we're you know mostly deeply moved by some of these stories.
1: You know, these stories are deeply moving, aren't they, Joe? Yeah, I was nearly crying at the <laughs> the impact and the loss. Well, the impact and causes of suicide. I was yeah. trying really hard not to well up on that one. It was such a moving episode. And yeah, well, I'm sure. There are a lot of- as well, like yeah. our own episodes that we shared our stories. Your HSPs, one of my BPD one. I think it's the first one that I really openly spoken about having borderline personal uh, personality disorder to kind of have because we had such a live response to the episode because a lot of people don't know what it is. And most of those responses to the episode were people saying, oh, is it bipolar? Um, So obviously using that opportunity to kind of share my own journey with people was kind of one of my favourite episodes to do uh, without trying to seem big-headed, but to open people up. And same with Marks on HSPs. uh, Probably not a lot of people here about know what that is either. Yeah, it was was
2: nice. It's a bit, you know, I've I've worked with countless HSPs over the years and, you know, 20% of the population apparently highly sensitive people, you know, but I mean, there's nothing is there, but there's a bit, there's a bit now that that can be accessed, but so it's really nice to have an opportunity to talk about it. You know, I'm also an HSP, so I have the lived experience, you know, the positives and negatives. So yeah, it's good, really good opportunity to talk about a subject, you know, a kind of personality trait that I know well and also really enjoy kind of working with other people when they have it.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, when I was diagnosed with, you know, borderline personality disorder, it was kind of like, what is that, (laughs) you know, and having to go through Google and just, you know, just sit in a psychiatrist's office and they throw that at you and you're like, I don't, I don't really know. So um, yeah, I can understand why there's confusion about it. And you know, like I said, ab- about the environment that you've created, um, Mark and Joe, you know, for Joe and, and Mark yourself, you know, to be able to speak about the your own lived experiences and not just be interviewing people is just, I think it just adds to that comfortable environment that people are just like, yep, we can share because everyone's sharing and it's just, it, you know, it's normal, it's safe. Yeah. So, yeah, awesome. Um, what... Um, what topics are you interested or, you know, looking forward to being able to go through in the future?
1: Do you want to go first, Mark?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think eating <clears throat> eating disorders, I think we'd I'd like to cover. I mean, obviously, there's a whole spectrum of kind of eating disorders, but I'd really like to cover, cover that. Um, be good to get some, I think, other ther- some therapists on as well, just to talk about, you know just try and you know demystify the different kinds of therapies that are offered you know because I think for clients it's really really confusing often you look for therapists and you know therapists do this and they do that and there's a million modalities and people are just wanting help aren't they so I think to get some therapists on and just really talk in a clear concise way about you know how, how they feel therapy works what, what they offer you know then what the modalities mean I think would be really really helpful. Yeah, and and I think gender dysphoria as well. I think would be a really really good subject to cover. Um, yeah. So, what are your thoughts, Joe? Um,
1: well, I've got quite quite a few ideas like lined up for the next series. Um, there's a few one I wanted to touch on, and a few ideas that have come to me from watching TV and watching documentaries and stuff. Stuff like so the social media and the impact it can have on mental health. Um, uh, Film and TV representation, uh, mental health and representation in film and television um, and stuff like mental health nursing, mental health first aid is um, and we've got a few like guests lined up like celeb- um <laughs> I don't want to spoil too much at the moment, we've got a few like special guests lined up um, and maybe have someone on from the show, like maybe like someone like Love Island and especially with all the stuff that have come from that, like deaths and stuff that have come from that show, Um, and the impact those those sort of shows have on mental health, like body image and stuff. Um, Yeah. And I think one of the other ones that I wanted to talk about was COVID as well. It would be an interesting topic, that COVID and the impact it's had on people's mental health, all the lockdowns, not being able to see family, stuff like that.
2: I Think maybe yeah. just to add one to the, maybe women and mental health. You know, yeah. talking, we talk about a whole, you know, a whole host of things, but I, I think we've done a couple of episodes on men and mental health, haven't we? I think it'd be good to have maybe a couple of episodes on women and, and mental health, you know, talking about stuff like menopause. And there's a there's a million things, of course, we'll be talking about here, but
1: and yeah. I think children as well, children and mental health, early, um, early mental health issues in children. And um, we've got someone lined up for that that's going to come and talk about how they prepare parents to deal with mental health and their children quite looking forward to doing that so we've spoken a lot about adults and mental health and we've had loads of adult guests so and kind of just talk about early early signs of mental health and stuff like that would be really interesting and beneficial to our listeners especially parents
2: and maybe uh, yeah. if we could get a guest on to talk about medication as well A lot of our guests have been really generous in talking about medication. You know, this is another taboo subject, isn't it? People won't talk about medication. All of our guests that have taken medication have talked openly about it. It'd be good to get an expert on, really, just to explain what the different medications are, what they do. Yeah, I mean, that would be, I think, helpful for listeners as well.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, it can be like a scary thing to, you know, I put off taking medication for a while and then, you know, throughout my journey ended up, Um, you know, speaking to a different doctor and getting a prescription that actually like really, really helped me be able to control my borderline personality disorder. So, you know, there can be a lot of myths and things that I guess need to be debunked or, you know, get people to feel comfortable to be able to take that step if they feel that that's what's going to help them. Um, I think the children thing is really awesome because they said that there's, you know, in the shadow pandemic that we're having at the moment, there are children that are taking on their parents stress um, without really understanding what's going on. It's just, they're in an environment that it's it's happening and and they're seeming to be affected by it. Um, And just, you know, my, my sister's about to do a year 12 exams and, you know, I did some life coaching sessions with her around, you know, friendship groups and, you know, how to kind of stand up for themselves and, you know, be more assertive Um, you know, people are kind of testing the the boundaries and the rules and stuff as they're getting older, what can they get away with? And if people don't feel like they want to go down that path and, um, you know, finding themselves and dealing with the stress of exams, you know, my sister's 17 and she's got anxiety. And that's not something that I would have thought of, you know, a while back that she would want to go and see a psychologist and things like that. So, I think that that's more of like an age group that uh, I feel like it's kind of when you're in your early to late 20s and you start realising that life isn't what you thought it was going to be, that you start going on, maybe I'll start speaking to someone. But obviously a lot earlier is when it can be quite pivotal to the development and, Mm. um, you know, your choices and things like that. And definitely with like the body image and, you know, I was thinking body dysmorphia would be, definitely something that is quite interesting and you know perception online compared to reality and all that type of stuff
1: yeah I yeah and kind of really I'm, I'm linking
2: yeah i mean i'm linking I'm that sure. in I mean, this, this I'm sorry this i mean this is applicable to men as well of course but i'm linking that into you know to women and mental health and you know the pressure on on women you know to look a certain way be a certain way you know i mean that would be I and mean, we could have about a million episodes on that couldn't we but it'd be good to cover it i think
0: And then it leads into what you were saying about, um, you know, the eating disorders and things like that. You know, they all kind of loop around because I was even thinking Mm -hmm. like with body image um, about like plastic surgery because that was like like life coaching one of my other sisters and, you know, she's feeling like her body image has changed and, um, you know, she doesn't look good in photos and things like that. And then she's saying, oh, it's because I need plastic surgery on my nose. So it's obviously there's something else that's deeper down, and you know maybe she's you know she's needing help with motivation around exercising and doing all that stuff, and then it's come round to oh well I'll just get surgery on my nose and that'll fix things. Mm. So it's you know interesting yeah. how it kind of manifests in what we think the solution is compared to what the actual solution should be.
2: Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Sounds like series two will be just as interesting as series one, um, you know, keep exploring different things. And I'm sure there's going to be lots of people to be able to speak about all those uh, different topics that you want to cover. So be, um, yeah, very interested to see how that all progresses for you. Um, has there been, I mean, you've spoken about the, the guests and, you know, pretty much that you've appreciated all of them for coming on and, and sharing their inspiring stories. Is there a particular episode that's really stuck with you like you know if you were telling people about the podcast would there be a specific episode that you'd say listen to this and you'll understand what hashtag never Alone is about do you want to take that one
2: initially do you want to take that i'm struggling to think of
1: one Jordan.
0: if i'm be, if i'm being absolutely honest
1: that's fair enough i'm telling people to listen i think the ones that are probably could be beneficial to people probably the impacts and causes of suicide is probably one um and grief (laughs) and loss um and probably big ones because obviously anxiety and depression probably gets spoken about quite a lot more than other mental health disorders um suicide one i reckon um and obviously men and mental health for any men out there especially with are you okay day coming up as well probably one that'd be beneficial for men to listen to and yeah. I think
2: also the schizophrenia one. That's something that yeah. you know is not really talked about a lot. You know that was the one with Alana. You know, and yeah, that was quite an amazing story as well. So I thought that, yeah, that was a good one. Good one for for people to listen to.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just in general, like, hey, you want to know what we're doing? Have a listen. This is this is the structure of the show. These are the types of things that we speak about. And yeah, I mean, it's it's good that you can't just you know put your finger Mm. on one episode as a standout and that you're you know you're proud of every single episode and and what you've been able to you know get out of the guests and and things like that but it's good it's a it's it's definitely not a bad thing to to not have a specific one I think
2: and I think you know it is we we do we do focus on you know certain kind of mental health Conditions, you know, but it's a story of humanness, isn't it? Everyone that comes on tells us, you know, they a human story of their life, you know. So I think, you know, even if people are not particularly interested in, you know, in one, you know, mental health condition that the show is maybe talking about that way, I think it's still good to tune in really because these yeah. are just stories about being human, aren't they? Yeah, yeah
1: there's definitely topics yeah. people are afraid to talk about and probably listen about. And it's probably um more recent episodes obviously you haven't had. The audience that a lot of the early ones have happened like people the ones that people know about like anxiety and depression have done well postnatal depression is probably our most popular episode which really surprised me Like I well, that maybe that uh, maybe wouldn't do as well as anxiety and depression but I guess there's probably not a topic that a lot of people talk about is uh, as you mentioned before is postnatal depression but I think the more recent ones yeah, well. I've done as well because I think they're topics that people try to avoid like suicide and grief and loss.
0: Do you think that um, they, they said that there was a lot of babies born during this pandemic and obviously we understand that there's been a lot of mental health issues that are associated with being in a lockdown. Do you think that the postnatal depression may have been a side effect of being separated from your family and friends after what's supposed to be such a happy time in your life that you can't share that or get the support and things that you might usually get?
1: I think so. Like, um, I have, I've had, We've had several babies born into my family. My, uh, one of my youngest cousins has had a baby. And my oldest cousin, they've just had a baby. And then I've had friends and stuff have babies. And obviously, I've just not met them, so I haven't been really able to go back home. Um, yeah. My friend, one of my best friends, had a baby last year, I think, and she couldn't see her mum or dad or any of her family at the start because of COVID. And obviously, you're not as loud as many people in the labor room as well. Um, mm-hmm. so I reckon, probably, yeah, I don't know. What, what do you think, Mark? What do you think?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it's something, I mean, just to pick up what, what you said earlier, Jordan, which I thought was really true, you know, yeah, I mean, women, you know, have, you know, have have a baby, and then there's all this, like, social construction over, you know, it's meant to be, them be fantastic, and, you know, but that's not really not the experience of, you know, a lot of women don't experience that, you know, a lot of men don't experience that, you know, after having a child, so to have somebody come on and say, yeah, I was really depressed, like postnatal depression you know the transition to motherhood was really difficult i, I thought that was fantastic because that is you know a lot of women have that experience you know but because society says that they they they're meant to be super mum and happy and everything's like you know like some show on tv uh, women often you know can sometimes feel a lot of shame about that kind of hide yeah. their pain pretend they're functioning okay not reach out so i thought that was a really good one doesn't surprise me actually a lot of people yeah. have listened to that a lot of women probably i would imagine
0: yeah, or you know, like, um, you know, you're having a, a difficult time sleeping. Obviously, like we said, with the insomnia, it's destroying to not be able to get sleep properly. And you know, if you're your your mum or your mother-in-law or your, your friend or your sister, you know, might usually be able to come over, you know, for a couple of hours a day, and you could you could get a rest. And in lockdown, it's just all on you. They say it takes a village to raise a baby, and you've got two people in in a house locked down so there's there's no respite from your responsibilities and you know no one that can really tag in and help you out so I'm sure that it can be extreme like more of a draining experience than it probably would be normally
2: yeah for sure yeah
0: yeah well you know yeah lucky there's a resource for them and yeah they're they're feeling like they're not alone and in uh experiencing it when they see the amount of people that have also listened to it as well so ho- hopefully that's yeah something that they can take a bit of um help and make them feel a bit better
2: yeah and i guess was so was it was it sandy joe i'm yeah. looking on the name of that oh, she was so open jordan on the show i mean it was fantastic really she was really really open about something that you know that i don't know society tries to shut down i really she talked about a lot of difficulties and yeah I mean she was really really a a good guest and was really really open which you know I I hope really was helpful to the people that listen to the show that might be going through the same thing
0: yeah that's that's awesome Mm. that's yeah really what you want is just yeah if if you're not being 100% open then you know you're still kind of feeding into that expectation and that unrealistic you know, expectation and stuff like that. So, yeah, all you need is all that transparency, and yeah, I'm sure it will do a lot of people a world of good to be able to hear someone just say it like it is. Yeah, yeah. Um. Or well, Joe, you just mentioned about not being able to go home and and see family, um, back in the UK, and you you have mentioned. I, I know this from you telling me, and obviously you've mentioned it on this episode as well, that, you know, mental health has been something that you've struggled with and, you know, you've got your support network here in Australia. I'm sure that it's it's bigger over in the UK. Being able to do the podcast and, you know, hear other people's experiences and coping mechanisms and things like that, have you found that it's been easier now to adjust living in a, in a different country and, you know have you used any of the techniques that you've learned about you know into your own routine and into your own
1: life? I think now I'm kind of in a better place mentally because I'm just keeping on top of mental health um, I mean it's never easy being away from family especially with COVID and I haven't seen my family for two years as I've probably mentioned in previous episodes um, I think and obviously if I hadn't been on social media and Facebook I've would have been a lot worse and then now obviously being in lockdown again, not being able to see my partner's family or any of my friends that i have now made here um has made it a lot harder. Um I've just started seeing a new therapist which has been beneficial. But I think also doing the episode kind of um just a bit of stress from me as well, knowing that there's a lot of people out there that are struggling with mental health and I'm helping people share their story mm-hmm. and also maybe helping people listening. Maybe encouraging them to open up to kind of give me that kind of positive energy as well. The, yep. There's yeah, still definitely. light at the end of the tunnel as well. The, we'll eventually get out of this lockdown, don't know when, but we'll get out of eventually and it'll just be more worthwhile when I do see my family and I do see my friends. Um, I think the toughest part is not being able to see, obviously, like, well, I've got my partner's, nep- uh, partner's nephew, I haven't been able to see him and he's only years old so he obviously doesn't understand what's going on in the world and so not to be able not be able to tell him why you can't see him kind of say oh we're seeing, so we can't come and see you it's been really difficult um but I think I'm quite lucky that like my partner goes to has her own mental health issues um and my mum's a nurse so if I'm ever struggling I've got people to talk to and people I can be open with as well and I think mm-hmm. going through the experience I went through a couple of years ago with my breakdown, it has encouraged me to kind of speak pe- to people a bit more openly about my mental health, and obviously using the podcast as a platform to share my experience with other people and make it relatable for other people as well has helped.
0: Yeah, so it's it's just been like a a reaffirming experience, I guess, for you to be able to go through this and just get more comfortable in your own. Skin about what you may be dealing with. That like that's what I'm kind of getting from that is that you just yeah you know where it might have been like you said more you know don't want to talk about it it's embarrassing or whatever it is now you're just like well you know I'm doing this podcast I'm comfortable speaking about it and I guess know know within yourself that it is something that you can overcome when you know if you've been at your worst and you know you're more capable of of dealing with whatever may may come at you basically.
1: I think, and also the the whole saying it's okay to not be okay resonates with me a lot more now going through what I went through. I think Mm -hmm. it's okay to have anxiety. It's okay to have bad down days. uh, And it's normal to kind of, I don't see it as, a lot of time I don't see it as mental health. I just see it as part of being an actual thing. I mean, we're probably going from one of the worst pandemics it's probably been in years. And it's affected everyone and I've, like, I think obviously I could be in a lot worse situation I haven't had if it wasn't for my parents I probably would have been and my partner probably would have struggle struggling financially because I lost my job because of Covid um, and I think there's people in worse positions the people that have ended up homeless people have lost their, also lost their jobs might be struggling financially um there's been like interviews with people that are students, or international students that can't go back home and haven't had any government support because they haven't got citizenship over here. They're probably in worse positions than myself. Like I've got a home, I've got, I live with my partner. So I could be in a lot worse situation. I think that's kind of what's pushed me to kind of get through everything.
0: Yeah. So it sounds like the your sense of perspective has really strengthened since you know where you might have been before is that everything's so bad and you know that it's, it's just darkness basically and now you can kind of rationalize well here's where I'm at and you can you know it's just being grateful for the small things which yeah. sounds yeah really good and something that you know everyone can can bring into their life it's just you know having gratitude for where you're at
1: yeah
0: yeah well that's good I'm um, yeah, definitely. Sorry for you and for everyone else that you know the pandemic's affected negatively in, in different ways. But you know, if we can all just kind of stay at a relatively sane state, then and you know, just keep knowing that it, it can't it can't be like this forever. And yeah, just hope that it that it ends soon. So, um, I guess just a, a question for either of you, both of you, whoever wants to jump in first um is just like how, how have you felt about understanding um like mental health Is this all been something that you've felt that you've always ha- had a good understanding of or has there been you know through the process that you you feel like you're more experts in this in this subject matter now
1: um I think me personally um I'll uh... Mark go first but I said probably Mark uh, for me I obviously thought Mark as a therapist would know about every single <laughs> mental health thing but knowing that he specializes in different things now um, it's kind of changed my <laughs> perspective as well for what he might know Um, the fact that he's still learning about things as well kind of goes to show that we're all still learning about mental health me personally I've learned about all the different ones and it's made me want to eventually when I finish my course I'm doing now I want to maybe do like a certificate in mental health and learn more about it mm-hmm.
2: what about you Mark yeah, yeah yeah and I think think for me I mean yeah I mean I was you know like into the story in my life yeah I was a very anxious child really so you know I think in my 20s I just went on a real self-help journey you know and learned and that I think sparked my interest in mental health really so it's kind of through my own journey really and and I think it is, you know, every therapist learns from them every time. You know, the learning never stops really because no one person, no two people are the same, are they? So yeah, I mean it's yeah. I've learned a lot really through all of our episodes, really. Mm.
0: Yeah, awesome. Well, um, yeah, it it's cool that you you have the same answers that you both had mental health experiences, which got you into the position of wanting to learn more about mental health. One, you know, is more educated you know in the kind of formal sense then then the other and you know you you both still learning and then Joe, you're wanting to formalize your education from doing this so you've taken different paths and you're feel like you're at a very similar stage so there's a nice kind of synchronicity yeah. <laughs> in um, in that um so yeah i guess um that was all the questions that i had and i hope that that you know, gave a lot more insight to um, to your listeners and, and being able to wrap up a, a great season that you've both had with really amazing and inspiring guests and lots of learning um, to be had throughout that. And that everyone I'm sure is super excited to be able to see and, and listen, I guess, to all the, the topics that come up in the next season. Um, when will that be coming out and where can everyone continue to listen to it on?
1: Um well next week we're taking a week off because we are doing some videos for Are You OK Day and Suicide Prevention Day which we'll be releasing on those days. And then we have got a meeting about promotional stuff. Maybe try and get on TV about podcasts um And mm-hmm. then the following week we might start podcast again. So hopefully week after next so the 20th maybe um yeah, and awesome. the first and episode we'll be will be later. on mental health first aiders.
2: and jordan I just Sorry. before we finish i just wanted to if people want to get get hold of you for for coaching how, how do they contact you
0: uh so contactable on facebook and instagram at above and beyond life coaching is it pretty short sure. or it might just be about at above beyond life coaching
1: or we'll share the we'll, link uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah,
0: I was Thanks. gonna say I'm sure that there'll be a, a link sharing. Yeah, it's just above beyond life coaching.
1: Uh, um so thank you also for you coming back and helping host again. It's been nice to have you back. <laughs> we have no worries, um,
0: always a pleasure. And yeah, just on behalf of everyone um of the listeners, I just yeah, want to say thank you to both of you for what you're being able to do, the insights and that you're able to bring to the community and bringing everyone together and just giving that, that reassurance, reassurance and, and comfort that they aren't alone and you know, that there's, there's definitely that, that resilience and that strength um, that's being shown. So it's, it's amazing work that you're doing and, and keep it up.
1: Yeah. I just want to say a big thank you as well, also to Mark for helping co-hosts um, You've helped carry a few episodes for me where I've not quite had the questions for people. Um, I mean, you, help host with me has been really beneficial for me. I've learned stuff of you and I've, you've asked very good questions that kind of led to me knowing what questions to ask. Um, and I want to say a massive thank you to our listeners that have tuned in. Um, we've reached 785 plays, hopefully reach 800 by time <laughs> we reach season two. And I want to say thank you to all our guests that have come on, shared your story, um, I know how difficult it can be to open up about mental health um and hopefully this podcast encourages more people to open up and if anyone's interested in being a guest contact myself um alliance tell multimedia gmail.com um, i just want to say i think uh, we will see you in season two and and see you soon mark <laughs> and thank you jordan. yeah speak to you soon you. nice to see you again jordan If you or anyone you know has been affected by the topics discussed in today's episode or previous episodes, please contact your local or country's helpline. You will find them by going to Google and typing in helpline. helpline. They have Samaritan's suicide helpline, but remember that you're not alone, as the title of the podcast says. Um, There are many other people like you that have got mental health issues and feel suicidal and feel alone, but there's always someone there for you to talk to, be it a friend, a family member, a stranger, a psychotherapist or a doctor. There's someone to talk to. I've been in that position before, and talking to someone really does help. It's okay to not be okay. And I will see you in the next episode.